0: We want guests that have a story to tell, guests with a brand, a product, or a service that can benefit my audience of listeners. If this sounds like you, go to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. I'd love to talk to you and get to know more about your story. Again, head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so today I have Panos Siozos on the line, and he's co-founder and CEO of Learn Worlds. Panos, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Adam, and thanks for, for having me.
0: All right, final. So uh, I'm excited to get into and to learn more about Learn Worlds and how and why you started this company and and also some of the some of the things that you're solving for your clients. Um, but before we get into that, I'd like to start with a little bit more about your background. So how did you get started on this entrepreneurial journey?
1: Well, uh, we didn't set out to become entrepreneurs, Uh, both I and my co-founders. We started as researchers. So we studied, we have, like, we go way back 25 years. We studied computer science together in Greece, and then we did postgraduate studies on educational technology. So we started building in learning platforms. We loved the the field, the subject, the opportunity of creating amazing learning experiences for uh, for our uh, students. So, in fact, we were just researchers, building platforms, publishing papers, testing the tools in a limited usually setting with a few dozens or hundreds of students. Uh, so that was the, what we were doing. There was no one around to steer us in, a, in an entrepreneurial direction. So we were just thinking of, of ourselves as uh, researchers, trying to make the, the best of it and probably uh, try to make a, an academic career out of something that we loved uh, doing. Uh, but I guess over time, we started. We were good at uh, with uh, with tech building products that were not only were scientifically sound, but also they were very interesting, well performing, and well received by by the students. So at that point, we started thinking about whether we could apply the state of the art of uh, ed tech that we were uh, like learning and researching, whether we could apply that to actual products that hundreds or thousands or even millions of users would use and whether we could do learning uh, a bit easier and, and teaching a, a bit easier and more effective for, for instructors. This is how we started thinking about potentially doing a business.
0: Wow, what an amazing story! and I think it's so interesting because there's there's people listening right now and i've met quite a few people who they didn't plan on being entrepreneurs they were they were maybe solving a problem um in the marketplace uh that they wanted to solve for themselves or even maybe as as you mentioned like they were they were just they just really had a passion for what they were doing and they started and then before you knew it they're kind of, they're, they're entrepreneurs and they're in it right and before you knew it they're doing it full time and uh, and that's now their they're um they what they do going forward. So I guess what I'd ask you is, what kind of advice would you give to those that are that are listening to this? They don't have to be necessarily in academia or researchers, but maybe they're in some professional field and they're considering making that leap or making that jump um, into entrepreneurship. Because uh in your end, you didn't that wasn't even the original goal. It doesn't sound like it, and then and then you made that leap. So not always easy. What kind of things would you tell the individuals listening about that?
1: First of all, it's it's a scary transition. You have to you know go out of your comfort zone, start testing oh, yeah. new things, and and start uh, like being okay with being uncomfortable and not knowing and uh, like having to learn every day. Uh, I think one of the of the of the most important things that we have to leave behind and, and overcome and like actually fight is uh, perfectionism. That's something where you know we were in a. As researchers, we were very like, thorough in everything we did and everything had to be perfect. Uh, but once you actually have a product and you need to iterate, you need to, to adapt, you have to be okay with uncertainty. You have to be okay with something not being perfect, having a few bugs, having things to be uh, ironed out. So uh, that, that's something that took us really quite a lot of time to, uh, to realize. In fact, we had to spend almost like a couple of years in stealth mode building the platform as traditional engineers because we were naive enough to believe that if you have the best possible product, then customers will obviously flock to it because they will realize how amazing it is and then realize <laughs> that it doesn't actually work that way. You have to go out, find your market, create your market if it doesn't exist, uh, test it, bring it in front of customers. Uh, so I guess that was the, the, the moment of discovery when we had built the platform. We had put in everything we had imagined, everything we were researching. We managed to create an amazing product. But when we went out there, we showed that immediate market wasn't there waiting for us. So we have to to strive and fight and create this market and, and convince people about what we were, we were saying. And at that moment, we had to realize that science and engineering is not so important. We have to do the marketing stuff. We have to talk to customers. Face their objections, overcome their objections, improve the product, and we started rapidly adapting the product to the expectations of the market. So, in some cases, we even had to we even had to remove a couple of the features that were scientifically sound and like super interesting and would make sense in an in an ideal world, perhaps. But at that moment, were perhaps a bit too advanced or a bit too early in the market. So, in some cases, we even had to dump and down. The, what the product was doing so that we could adapt to the market expectations and then from there start, start building up. So fighting perfectionist, being okay with, uh, with uncertainty, uh, it's, uh, it's the first thing that we, we would change and also go to market much faster be- before you have a product. We hadn't done that, like customer development uh, methodology about before doing, writing a single line of code. Go out, uh, discuss with your potential customers, uh, verify the need for a product like the one that you want to build. We did it the other way around. We first built the product and then we went out we, but we were lucky, however, to uh, have created and, and theorized the product that was actually needed. so it was we could have done it the other way around, uh, but we were lucky to discover that actually the product we had made was good, it was needed in the market, and I guess the evolution of e-learning and the central point that e-learning now has in the way we work and learn and how we operate, especially in a COVID or post-COVID setting, this has validated our understanding and our desire to solve this kind of problem.
0: Well, that's great. What a great story. Um, so let's go further into the platform. So tell us a little bit more about Learn Worlds.
1: Learn Worlds as a platform, I would say we are a Shopify for online courses. We are a white label platform where every teacher, every creator, every person who has some content in an audience that they want to monetize, they can launch a, an online school, like an online website, upload their content in the form of online courses, and start. Selling or or sharing their their courses, so they have their own uh, uh, business in a box, a digital business in a box, an online school where uh, from where they can uh, they can monetize their their content. Uh, so it's uh, uh, and uh, I mean people might know big marketplaces of online courses like Udemy or Coursera where uh, like people teach. If these are the Amazon of online courses, we are the Shopify of online courses because. With our platform everybody can get their own online website. They don't have to know to be developers, they don't have to be designers. In a matter of uh, of minutes or hours, they can get a full-blown e-commerce enabled website up and running. They can upload their their content and they can start selling uh, selling to uh, to, to consumers. And we're talking about any kind of digital content here. It could be marketing courses, it could be piano courses, it could be yoga courses, it could be photography, anything that you can imagine, both professional skill courses teaching professional skills, but also courses about self-improvement or just spending some quality time online and learning something about a, a subject you're passionate about.
0: Yeah, what a what a great concept! And I've looked at the the platform itself, and it's beautiful. I mean, some of the ones that you compared it to, I mean, it's just I, I just love the way it looks, and, and it's also priced well. So, meaning there's a starter course I'm looking at right now, and as we're re- as we're recording this right now, I see a starter course that could be as little as a you know twenty something dollars a month. It's very, very and then it goes all the way up, and you can you actually have some more um, advanced features all the way into high volume and corporate features. So, I feel like as you Plan this, you were really looking at letting anybody where whatever position they're at, whether you know corporate enterprise level or just getting started out like there's something for everyone there
1: well our goal from the from the from the beginning was to empower trainers, so usually we're just targeting you know the individual professional trainer or the small team, but increasingly bigger and bigger businesses were coming to us. they loved the platform, they loved the experience and they wanted to create something similar uh, for for their own businesses. Uh, so there's, somebody, there's something uh, for even a newbie, somebody who has never taught before online, who is thinking about it. It could be a small yoga studio somewhere. It could be a teacher with an idea, somebody, a professional who wants to create a side project or a, a consultant or a consulting business who might be thinking about a new revenue stream for their business, or somebody who wants to just, uh, create some passive a source of passive income for what they're doing, so that they can travel the world, you know, and become digital digital nomads. Everybody can find something in the platform at the at the smaller plans, but we also support now some schools that are running with more than three hundred thousand students. So as you can imagine, there are some multi million dollar businesses that run entirely on top of LearnWorlds. And it's, uh, it's incredible, especially in this uh, situation with COVID and post-COVID, uh, the whole team is blown away and uh, humbled, I guess, by the possibility of helping businesses stay afloat, helping businesses really thrive in this environment, helping them get connected with their students, train their customers, train their employees, and be able to operate in a fully online environment uh, without missing a bit in their in their business,
0: man! What a great what a great great concept! I love it. It makes so much sense, and uh, and I see the need for it. And I looked at some of the courses and the um, just under the examples pages that you've uh, that you have on there. Um, university professor unveils his three secrets to success. Like all these different courses, I mean, it's fun also for the user experience. Um, so you've told me a little bit more about you know the type of people that. Um, uh, that can use it on the business side. Um, tell me a little bit more about the um, the user experience from the uh, from the consumer side.
1: Well, for, for us, uh, we understand that learning is not uh, uh, compulsory. It's not something, especially now, if you're if somebody wants to get to do training in in a business, people have to love this experience we are used to having amazing digital experiences with our uh, with our iPhones and our tablets and our gaming devices so e-learning can no longer be just throwing a pdf at somebody and say okay this is e-learning yeah. that's that's yeah. not e-learning that's uh, the worst kind of experience that you can have so this is why we're trying to think on a on a user centric learner centric platform what are the tools that uh, people need today in order to learn? How are we learning in our everyday world? What is is it that we need? Because it's not just consuming a bunch of videos or putting somebody in front of a 60-minute video. That's that's not how it happens. That's not how we learn in in our everyday lives. And this is also how the platform creates this, and hence the name of the platform, how we create these worlds of learning. Where it's not just you interacting with the content. The content can have multiple forms. It can be videos with transcripts. It can be ebooks. It can be assignments. It can be all forms of digital, of digital content. But you also need a community where you have the chance to interact with a teacher, to interact with your peers, fellow students, lots of user generated content, people asking questions, receiving answers. So it's not just you in front of a, of a, of a device consuming uh, some videos. You are in an in, in a, you're a, you emerge yourself in a world where you have the content, access to the tools that you need, and access to fellow learners that are learning the same subject as you and are following the same uh, the same path. So it's a generic platform. Uh, so we can adapt to all these different subjects that people use the platform for for from. Photography to math to physics to digital marketing uh, data science, anything that you can imagine every day we see we discover a new subject uh, that somebody is teaching using uh, using learnables and I think every day we discover a new business model. people think <laughs> ways of uh, adding getting value out of uh, out of education because education and learning fits in everything we do, and we see i mean i think it's It's getting validated every day that education is also an amazing form of marketing. So every day we see businesses who do not profit by directly selling courses. They give out their courses for free. And this is an amazing lead magnet. Just creating a free online course can be an amazing lead magnet for a business. There are so many things that we discover every day, how our customers adapt the platform to their own needs, how learning fits with everything that we do today how crucial it is in in how we operate, how we work, how society and, and commerce and the economy work today.
0: Ah, oh, this is great. Well, Panos, um, this has really been a great success story, and I'm happy to bring it to my audience and introduce you and also the platform. So that being said, this has been great. Um, if somebody wants to uh, wants to connect and, and learn more about the platform, um, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: They can always visit our, our website, uh, com. We offer a super frictionless experience. People can just start a free trial without any commitment, no credit cards, no no strings attached, and uh, they can always uh, uh, send us an email at hello at com, and I, I and my team will be super happy to contact you and help you through this journey, help you launch your own online school, your own e-learning business in a box and be partners in this, uh, in this great adventure.
0: Man, that's awesome. Well, finals again. Really appreciate you coming on the show today, and to the audience as always. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you learned a lot. If you did, don't forget hit that subscribe button. We definitely have many more mission-based entrepreneurs and executives and experts coming on, and we don't want you to miss a thing. And finals, thanks again. What a wonderful story, and uh, wishing you much more continued success.
1: Thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me on your show.